your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, as you know, we have been talking quite a bit about scramblers on the show and getting a huge response from all parts of the city and county where this is impacting lots of people, um, very worried about it uh, for understandable reasons. And uh, Labour councillor Conor Sheehan spoke to us on the show yesterday suggestions there to have a safe area for people in order for people to be able to use these bikes properly and we have a pilot we have a project out in Moiross very successfully run um, on the north side which is funded partly um, from central government but there's also the council's regeneration social intervention fund and that's actually a motocross club where they show people how to use these properly how to use them safely how to maintain them because I think, first of all, you can't actually police your way out of this issue. And I think we need to see, certainly need to see more initiatives like that. But at but the, the truth is, though, and this is a very sad thing to say, isn't it almost inevitable, based on what we're seeing at the moment, that somebody somewhere is going to be killed? But we have already had serious accidents before. And, and yeah, I think, I think you're 100% right in relation to that. I think it's really sad. I think... But like this is not an issue that's pro- that has cropped up today or yesterday. This issue has been going on years. Like I remember our former TD, Jan O'Sullivan, raising this with Frances Fitzgerald when she was Minister for Justice. So I'm talking seven but years at this stage. It feels like it's at a different level at the moment. You know, there are very few people you talk to now who haven't some direct personal experience of this over the last year or two, which was not the case five or six or seven years ago. Yes, that's 100% true as well, Joe. But what I would say to that is that's because we've had inaction from our politicians, particularly from Fine Gael, who've had the Justice Ministry for the last 12 years now. And this issue was raised with Francis Fitzgerald, then Charlie Flanagan, and now Helen McEntee, who still has not signed in the necessary parts of the 2023 um, Roads Bill in relation to this. And the Gardaí do not have the necessary powers... Right, well, on that, uh, we're going to talk to Minister Niall Collins, Minister of State and Fianna Fáil TD in Limerick in just a moment. But just to remind you again, the Chief Superintendent of the Limerick Garda Division, Derek Smart, uh, was with us on the show chatting to Gillian a number of weeks ago, covered a lot of issues, and that's still available, by the way, as a podcast at live95.ie or through the Live95 app. And she asked him specifically about these bikes. With these bikes is that there was no legislation there to govern them. So what has happened in, only in the, the recent past that the Road Traffic and Roads Act 2023 has been signed by the President and has come back to the Dáil again with a number of amendments, I think, to be made with it. But what that is going to do, it's going to define what e-bikes are. So it's anything up to a maximum power output of 250 watts with a top speed of 25 kilometres. They're bicycles. Anything above that is now going to be a new category of vehicle, which is a, it'll be a moped, but they're called personal powered transporters. What that means is that, that they now will have to be licensed. So if it can do anything over 25 kilometres per hour, you have to have a category of licence for it. The vehicle has to be insured and I have a power of seizure. So what the legislation is doing, it is taking out the whole area. At the, at the minute when there's dangerous driving, it refers to a public place. Public place will now be removed by the new legislation which means it can happen anywhere. Footpaths, it's inside on 
green areas inside in our communities. We know that a lot of them are being destroyed in regard to that. So we'll have a power then to prosecute people for that. And we'll have a power of entry in, in regard without a warrant to go and seize those those vehicles as well. But the other thing that it'll put by licensing it, it puts an onus now on the people that are supplying those bikes because they can't put those vehicles out without them being licensed. Mm-hmm. So that gives us the strength on that. Okay. So where we are at the moment, we're in no man's land in regard to them. We're using whatever legislation we have, which is the likes of endangerment and things like that, where we see these vehicles behaving like that. But you have to accept from our perspective, it's very difficult for our members as well to try and engage with I, them. I- that's Chief Superintendent Derek Smart speaking a few weeks ago and you heard there from Councillor Conor Sheehan saying that uh, this legislation is still not law. Minister of State Niall Collins, as I mentioned, is with me. Good morning to you. Good morning. So I think that's pretty clear from the Chief Superintendent and you heard what Labour Councillor Conor Sheehan had to say before that. What's your response? Well, I, I would agree with the concerns that many members of the public have expressed to yourselves over the, the last number of days and indeed weeks. There, there's no doubt that the um, inappropriate use of scramblers and quad bikes in particular is a is a complete scourge to people and to communities, um, absolutely diminishing their quality of life and posing a huge um, risk to public safety. I recall a number of years ago, um, a couple of ladies were playing golf on Ratban golf course and a quad bike entered onto the golf course, drove up the fairway and drove straight over one of the ladies playing golf. She received multiple, multiple injuries. In fact, it was a case at the time, Joe, received very little, um, for whatever reason, it received very little coverage across the media. Why? I don't know. But it, it was a real, for me, it was a real watershed moment in terms of um, how this whole situation had got out of control. And I think the the comments of Chief Superintendent Derek Smark were were very much on the the button. Um, for years, we've been trying to grapple with this, where, where the law was basically inappropriate and lacking in terms of giving the Gardaí the proper powers to deal with the situation. And that law has now been updated, as you know. And there are, I, I think, I think, as two sections have yet to be commenced, and uh, why they haven't been commenced. I must confess, I don't know, and it's something that I will follow up today with the Minister for Justice. But just to say that the law has been um, updated and improved, the Gardaí can now um, seize... um, Well, they they can't get is the point I think the Chief was making. Well, well, the law is providing for this. Once it's commenced, they'll be able to do it. They'll be entered. You see, the issue was the inappropriate use in open spaces, green areas, parks, because they weren't defined as public roads under the Roads Act. So that has been... Uh, provided for now within the legislation. And also, uh, the Gardaí, you know, they won't have to intercept at the time uh, the, the the scrambler bike or, or the quad bike has been inappropriately used. They'll be able to go afterwards to the location where it's kept and seize it uh, and take the appropriate action then. So that's also um, a very positive right. move within the legislation. And, and do you think... I mean, for example, you know, one listener told a story, broad daylight uh, at the time when collections were happening from a local crash, three of these scramblers came round the corner at high speed, one after the other, and shot past the front gate of the crash. I don't have to tell you what would have happened. And, And the other point being, we are hearing this not just from one part of Limerick, we are hearing it from throughout Limerick City, the city centre, the suburbs, and from 
many parts of the county as well as someone was in touch with us from Newcastle West. It feels almost inevitable that we are unfortunately going to have somebody killed and then everyone will wring their hands. Well, absolutely. I represent County Limerick, as you know, and I constantly have people um, contacting me in relation to it. You said Newcastle West or other parts of County Limerick where, where this is a, an issue also. So it's not just confined uh, to our bigger cities. I, I've I've recounted to you a, 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 an incident that happened at Ratban Golf Course, which is a publicly owned uh, golf course, a public green space. Uh, and again, the law was... Uh, insufficient at that point in time. So the law has now been corrected uh, and I think it's 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 right and proper because the Gardaí were also faced Joe with, with another uh, very difficult circumstance. We we have seen um, an example um, near Dublin where a member of Angarda Siakana is before the courts for uh, being involved in a pursuit um, where he was following a number of criminals and it ended up in a, in a road fatality and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of discomfort uh, amongst the public because the member of Angarda Siakana is before the courts as a result of this. And similarly, the Gardaí just couldn't pursue people on scrambler bikes or quad bikes for the very, very same reason, um, because uh, they could, uh, under the law, be held personally liable as an individual member of Angarda Siakana. That was the advice that Garda management were giving rank-and-file Gardaí. So the way the law has now been changed, the Gardaí can observe uh, the inappropriate or the illegal use of a scrambler and can then and can now deal with it afterwards. So I think it's imperative, obviously, that the minister commences the uncommenced uh, sections within the legislation okay. as soon and, as and possible. Minister, I mean, to, to give... What about the reality that most people feel is another big factor here? There just aren't enough Gardaí that more money needs to be poured in by the government. You know, it is a primary responsibility of the state and the government of the day to protect the safety um, of citizens. And a lot of people listening this morning do not believe they are, they are safe at the moment when they step out onto a footpath because of these scramblers. Well, look, I mean, I, I wouldn't seek at any point in time to diminish people's concerns. As a government, what can the government do is increase and resource the Gardaí in as much as possible. There is a huge recruitment campaign ongoing uh, within on Garda Siakana. Templemore are now producing new Garda recruits in a shorter period of time. There are huge pressures and pinch points uh, right across the country in terms of Garda manpowering and resourcing. We, we see the issues in relation to, to Dublin City Centre, uh, which were very much reported across the media over, over the summer months. So this is something which is a, a key priority for government. The, the budget for Ungarda Siakana uh, at a top level is one of the biggest uh, spending government agencies uh, in the entire country. It's in excess of €8 billion Euros, uh, per annum is given to the Garda Commissioner to, to run his force and to run the service of Ungarda Siakana. Does it need more? Yes, of course it does. But uh, like, like any uh, democracy or any country, you're faced as a government with competing uh, demands for your available resources, mm. whether it's health, education, right across the But, the, but it does, the it does feel as though antisocial behaviour in general and this particular problem, and it's not just confined to Limerick, it is a nationwide issue, uh, is a, a key priority. The other thing, Minister, is, is it your understanding that the legislation you're talking about may not be ultimately signed into law until next year? Um, my, my understanding is that the legislation has uh, has uh, finished its passage through the Oireachtas and that there's uh, 
just, I suppose, technically how it works is legislation passes through the Oireachtas. The president uh, then signs uh, the act into law. That gives it effect. And within the legislation, there may be certain provisions which require a commencement uh, order by the minister to commence those uh, particular sections. And, and that's what Conor Sheehan was referring to. So um, within the Department of Justice, there's obviously uh, some piece of administrative work which is required to allow the minister to commence the relevant right. sections. But, but, I think but it may be to do with the... Surely that could be done much more quickly. I mean, as I say, this is not simply a Limerick issue. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I don't know the actual reason for the hold-up in, in commencing uh, the particular sections that, that, um, that, that haven't been commenced, but certainly I'll be conveying uh, my own view and the view of yeah, your listeners, Joe, and the concerns of the people across Limerick as to why that hasn't been commenced. Uh, the Fianna Gael party I, are in Limerick actually later on this week and yes, I'm sure the Minister for yes, Justice will are. be asked directly about that. That's right, they're having their thinking here um, on yeah. Friday. Um, but, uh, you know, there are from time to time there are certain issues that will arise on this programme and they get a massive reaction. This is absolutely one of them. And not only do you have anger, but what we find fascinating is people are very reluctant to come on the air themselves and talk about it. They're sending us WhatsApp messages and texts. And that's the sort of fear that you get at times when it comes to an issue like this. Well, I, I would agree. And, and, and the, the reason that people do, do want to remain anonymous when they're giving you their views is because uh, people within uh, communities who are allowing their kids uh, to drive these scramblers illegally, uh, to drive them in a, a real threatening and life-endangering fashion, um, are uh, basically uh, threatening the entire community. And there is a fear factor. And I think also uh, the Gardaí, under their new powers, where they will be able to observe and then intervene and deal with the situation afterwards, it's my personal view that Angarda Siakana should use their discretion and uh, bring in Tusla to look at particular families within communities who are allowing uh, adults who are the parents of children, young children, who are allowing these children to, to drive and use these uh, these uh, scramblers and, and quad bikes in a, in a, a life-endangering fashion. Tusla should be brought in to look at uh, the, the, the family set up there. Are the parents being uh, derelict in their duties in terms of how they're rearing their kids? So there's a lot of legislation out there and a lot of agencies which can be deployed in relation mm. to this. And the fact that the new uh, Road Traffic Act, uh, once the, the sections are commenced, will empower the Gardaí to do all of this. Right. I think the Gardaí will then um, have all the tools necessary to deal with the situation. OK. Uh, one other thing that has come up here, which is uh, housing and the way housing is being acquired uh, often uh, off the plans, and we are aware of this in Castle Troy, by approved housing bodies in bulk, effectively. We received an email from someone asking about a new housing scheme in on Tubber in Patrick's Well, uh, making basically the same point. Uh, are you aware of that? I am, yeah. So, um, I, for, first of all, I, I think it's important that people need to understand what affordable housing is. Uh, presently, um, if a person or, or a couple earn less than €35,000, they can apply to and get on the social housing list and qualify for social housing provision. Um, above that, uh, people then have uh, a number of options. One of those is uh, if there's an affordable housing scheme available, they can apply to their local authority uh, to be considered um, for an affordable housing scheme. So within Patrick's Well, there is a new uh, housing development under construction. 
And the developers have, um, they, they, they made a submission to Limerick City and County Council, who in turn uh, sent the submission to the Department of Housing, who have approved uh, that 98 units out of uh, that development of 111 units uh, will be made available to young uh, working people and couples as an affordable housing scheme. So what does that mean? It, it basically means that on average, uh, those 98 units will be available for sale to, to young working people and couples. So this isn't cost rental now, this is sale? No, no, this is for sale uh, to young working people and couples at a discount of approximately uh, €75,000 per unit, which is a, a very generous discount, about 20%. So what happens is uh, uh, a young working person earning between 50 uh, and these are the guide numbers that the, the council have given me, uh, a young working person earning between 50000 and 100000 can apply uh, to avail of one of these affordable houses. So depending on the size of the house, and there'll be two-bedroom, three-bedroom and four-bedroom houses available, uh, the income guideline uh, is between €50,000 and €100,000. And obviously that, that working person or a couple will have to you know, raise the mortgage for the amount uh, to buy the house, less the discount. So I think it's a fantastic opportunity for young people to, to get a start at home. I wouldn't at all make any apologies to anybody or I wouldn't accept any criticism in relation to it because we have a large cohort of people, Joe, who obviously don't qualify for social housing, but they're locked out of the market at, at the upper end for, for, for private housing because of the cost of private housing. So the government, uh, we've stepped in. Uh, it's one of the interventions of many where we provide housing at a discount and I think it's a very right. generous discount. And, and, and are you saying that you, you, you believe that that scheme, and for example, we've heard about the scheme in Castle Troy as well, that it is absolutely balanced to take account of everyone, including those who are going off getting a mortgage off their own bat? Well, uh, absolutely. It is uh, in terms of affordable housing. You're, you're availing, the state is 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 giving a discount. Uh, you have to uh, raise your own mortgage. You, ha you have to be working. You have to be obviously in a job to be able to service a mortgage. So um, it, it, it's, it's uh, meeting the needs of a cohort of people within our society who don't, as I say, don't qualify for social housing, but they're locked out of the private uh, market because of the, the 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 value or the cost of houses on the open market. So the state is stepping in uh, and providing people an opportunity to obtain their first home, which I think is um, which is which is a right, right social policy. All right. Well, listen, we'll be coming back uh, to that subject. Certainly, scramblers very much on the agenda. And thank you for your time this morning. That's Minister of State and Fianna Fáil TD in Limerick, Niall Collins. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.